Gentlemen, let's broaden our minds. Lawrence. Andrea Beaumont. Andrea Beaumont. Andrea Beaumont. It's not a smooth trip. Peter Jingle, Peter Jingle. Sweet, sweet love. I missed some dick to read about women? What kind of gay am I? <laughs> wow. <laughs> and welcome back to the Brotherhood of Batman. This is the season two season finale. I am Jake. I am the middle brother. Ooh. I am the one who has come up with the crazy list of books that we've been reading. Hi, I'm Ben. You're so excited to got them. I'm still here. I'm still queer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Aaron. I'm the oldest out of us. I produce this mess. Uh, and I'm going last this time because uh, I made the beverage this week. And for our book, it's season finale of season two, Trinity by Matt Wagner. And so the beverages that I have in front of you guys is a trinity of beverages that represents not only the characters in the book, but us as well. It's so cute. So we have uh, a strawberry uh, margarita which kind of represents Ben's favorite beverage or one of them, and also the Wonder Woman colors there, but it also would be a tropical paradise kind of drink. Uh. And then we have the clear one is a vodka club soda, which Batman does not drink, or Bruce Wayne does not drink, but if he were, it would probably be something along these lines. And there's some line if you'd like, (laughs) but he usually had a clear beverage in the books that he had. And then the uh, last one is a vanilla-flavored whiskey. The vanilla representing Superman being a very vanilla superhero that the straight-laced, the common vanilla character, when you think of, like, what that would be. So that's what I put for you guys today. I'm not going to cry, but well, I also think this is you trying to get out of ever having to make another beverage. <laughs> I don't know if I can top this one because I was like... Uh, well, dear so listeners, cute. this one is definitely going up on the social media. <sighs> so I, I cheers, pick your beverage. Yeah, well, I'm going to uh, take a little taste of Jake and Batman here. Here we go. Ew. Ew, that's a little gross. Oh, yeah, we all grabbed was, our own was... except Aaron. <laughs> all right, well. Cheers, bro. Cheers. Yeah, yeah. Good job on season two, guys. Ooh, uh, delicious! That's Ooh, tasty. That's really good job, Aaron. That was very cute and creative. That was really good. You texted me, "What's my favorite alcohol?" I was like, "He's gonna do something for the three of us because it's the <laughs> Trinity." Well, I, I thought it was, but then I was like, "I don't want to screw up and buy the wrong thing." But um, you no, guys might actually like cute. that whiskey. That's pretty pretty smooth. I'm gonna, I'm gonna try it next here. Let's try that. A little There's bit. such little Wet portions. I'm not afraid of this whiskey because it's small. <laughs> oh, it has a nicer aftertaste. Yeah, that's much than, better than that than bowl fire of crap. Death. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway. So, uh, anything going on in your weeks and geeks, gentlemen? Oh, shit. We have to come up with something for that this time, too. Um, I just finished season three of Stranger Things. That was fun. I don't know if you guys have watched that show at all. I haven't. I, I started it, and I maybe... I didn't get into it. Really? I think you would and like I, it. I know, and I, I want to go back and give it a shot, but I think it was like everybody... It takes everybody, a little time. Everybody was hyping it up, and I, mm. I want to say the hyping up made me like, 
eh, it's not quite what everyone has said. Yeah, so I'm going to give yeah. it a little bit of time. I, I think I got like five episodes in. Okay. And I need to... I was didn't have the chunk of time to do like a, a good binge on it. Gotcha. But yeah, I'm going to go back. Well, so you enjoy it? The first season was fun. I, I liked it, but it wasn't really my thing. But I got why people loved it. Second season, I didn't really care. The third season, I really enjoyed it. Both Good. both Josh okay. and I liked the third season a lot more than season two. I heard the third season was binge watched super fast by so many people on Netflix. Did that it crash it? No, but I heard it was like some record on the number of... Uh, of completing the uh-huh. season. That's crazy. So Weird Al uh, released... Um, the shirt. I heard the shirt that from his '80s show, which like the Weird Al in 3D, uh-huh. uh, was in the Stranger Things season three episode. And so he they re-released it. He made d- tweeted that out that he was putting that shirt back out. So I'm oh, that's cool. Tempted I don't know to pick I, that up. So I don't know if I noticed that. I'll ha- do you know what episode did they say? I don't remember. Just somewhere. Yeah, I didn't catch that. That's cool. Good deal. But that's pretty much it. <laughs> I mentioned that I was reading Crisis uh, of Infinite Earths, and that's by George uh, Perez, is the uh, drawer on that, or the penciler. And so I've been, we kind of talked about that last week a little bit. But I found something today that uh, they are making a, let's see. Okay. Oh, I can see your paper. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, Brandon Routh is going to play Superman again for the years, this year's Crisis on Infinite Earths crossover. So they're going to be putting out... Is that a real thing? Yeah. So he played Superman in the CW, I think, and... No, he no, was I'm in sorry. Superman, Superman Returns, Returns right? Yes. Um, yeah. Which was so supposed he's going to re-revise that role, but I, I saw it today because it was um, the Crisis on Infinite Earths, and I thought that was interesting that it just Is it going to be a movie or a TV show? No, it's the... Okay, so... It's going to be in the Arrowverse, I think. It's the Arrowverse... Oh. Series crossover. They do oh, one every season. Oh, so they're doing Crisis. Yep. What did they do last time? Uh, Something with Batman. Sounded interesting. I don't know. Yeah, that's cool that he's coming back. I didn't realize that. Yeah. Yeah. And Very well, cool. he's in the Arrowverse, which is really strange already. Is he in the Arrowverse? The, the as actor is. Super? Oh. He plays the Atom. Oh. Yeah, he plays. Uh, I thought Palmer. he looked familiar. I'd seen an episode with oh, him. Yeah. Yeah. So he's in. Um, he's in Legends of Tomorrow. Okay. Um, but he's going to play that role in addition to being uh, one of the other Earth's Superman. He was also in Scott Pilgrim Must Die, right? As like he a was, Superman yeah, kind of character. And, and I guess the other thing I heard um, was that Deadpool is going to possibly be in Spider-Man 3. Shut up. <gasps> so oh my god, going, are they gonna they're be gay working, together? Oh my god, they're gonna be gay together. Sorry. They are working <laughs> they are working on how to integrate him into the Marvel Cinematic Universe uh without compromising the whole thing that Ryan Spider-Man Reynolds has put 3 together. Spider Man three would not be the place to do it. I think they may introduce him there. Yeah. As a way to tie him in. Use their one F bomb they're allowed in a PG thirteen movie for <laughs> his possibly. intro and then yeah. let him leave. I don't know how that'll work with him breaking the fourth wall entering the universe, but I'm I'm excited to I'm excited to see. That's it. wonderful. So my little freak out about them being gay together. Do you know that joke, Aaron, that Deadpool no. and Spider Man? It's a it's a thing that Deadpool is super into Spider Man. It's like an ongoing oh, joke. Okay. Yeah. So him creeping on a seventeen year old Tom Holland playing Spider Man is hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, there's been some awesome rumors about um, the future of the Spider-Man movies after the success of Far From Home, like the uh, third one possibly having Craven in it. Uh, now that Parker's identity is out there, that Craven would be hunting him. 
Oh, because I had to play who Craven was. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, so that could be pretty cool. And that that the fact that if they do Craven, that there's a possibility that he is from uh, one of the older Wakandan tribes that, ah. that left. <laughs> yeah, and that's where he comes in. So you know what I cool. want in a Spider-Man movie? I want Black Cat. Yeah. I also would kind of be interested in a Gwen Stacy in this universe, but uh, the. Andrew they're Garfield. doing so good with Mary Jane. I know I, they're doing yeah. great with her, but also um, Andrew Garfield. Do what? Oh, well, yeah. MJ. Yeah. MJ. Sorry. Oh yes, that's true. They did. They did fudge around that. Um. Anyways, I just think it would be it'd be cute. I didn't have a really exciting geeky week. I think the biggest thing was I uh, I've been shopping for a new backpack to carry my podcast equipment in because I was using a laptop bag and then that and like trying to bring drinks and stuff over for when we've been recording at your guys houses i didn't have enough room so i found an awesome bag at spencer's in the mall and it was on sale and i picked it up and then when i got home i realized that the stupid little uh ink security tag thingy was still on there and i hate going to the mall like I don't really remember why I was there in I the first place. I can get those place. off for you. Well, I, I, Sarah <laughs> went and got it for me. <laughs> Thank you, No, Sarah. I meant that I can. Let's go to uh, the mall. But then as, after I got it, I was loading up the bag, and I realized that this was a cooler bag. I didn't even realize it was a cooler backpack. Oh. So the bottom of it is a cooler. So like it's the perfect Brotherhood of Batman backpack. That's nice. nice. It has Batman nice. on the front. So. Yeah. Very good. Did you paint Batman on the front? No, it came that way. Wow. I know. It I wasn't a little kid backpack. I, I thought maybe it. I was buying a little kid <laughs> right. Batman backpack <laughs> at first. So. And you nice. were fine with that. You were fine putting your alcohol in a kid Batman backpack. So what did we read today? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we read Trinity by Matt Wagner. And Trinity reintroduces or rebrings back together some of the characters we've already heard. Uh, we have Batman and Superman and Wonder Woman, which is thus the Trinity. Uh, and so they three of them. Yes. Very good, Ben. Raz has ghouls is back. That's basically, and they're trying to stop Raz. And we got Bizarro, and they're all trying to find a way to team up. And yeah, let's just go with that. <laughs> I will add one little thing to that beautiful recap. Yeah, it's it was the a first time. Remember. So Batman, and Superman are friends now. They've met multiple times. This is the first time that sort of friends. Well, they're, yeah, air quote. They're coworkers, and this is the first time that they've met Wonder Woman. Yes. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Which is so cool. we met Wonder Woman in her origin, and then at the end of her origin, she was kind of starting to show her face with some uh, publicity and stuff to try to uh, get her campaign for human peace and kindness around the world. But now she's being uh, drawn into the bigger superhero scene. Um, you guys, I loved this book. I was so... I did as well. You did? Yeah. I was so excited by the subtleties. Can I just say one thing before I forget it? Because y'all know I don't take notes. I love... There were three books. So it's Trinity. There's a three three books. Each one huh, started... Each one started at a different location that it meant did. something to the people that were focusing on. So the first one started in Metropolis. So it's a fl- splash page of Metropolis. And there's one word on the page that says... Yeah. Metropolis. I'm like, thank you. I don't have to read a lot. This isn't Wonder Woman again. <laughs> not George Perez. Right. And <laughs> then the second George. issue is a splash page of Gotham Skylight, and it says yeah. Gotham City. 
And then the third one, I was like, I know what it's going to be. And it was the island that Wonder Woman's from, a splash page. And it says Paradise Island. I was like, this is so beautiful. And then if you take your trade paperback and turn it on its side, um, if you look, it is light on the first and third thirds of the book. So the first third and the last third are light. And the middle is dark. The middle is the Gotham one. If you look at the pages... Most of them in the first and third are white backgrounds. Yeah. And then the second one where it's Gotham, it's black backgrounds. And I thought that was yeah. so effing cool. Yeah, that's right. I didn't pick that yeah. up. That's really cool. Yeah. So those opening splash pages, those... That's uh, all I have to say. No, I'm kidding. Well, <laughs> the, those city scenes define those characters perfectly. And it just showcases what a talent Matt Wagner is. Because... I don't know if you guys picked up on it, but the first thing I did when I opened it and I saw this Metropolis one, it's beautiful blue skies mm-hmm. or, or, you know, pastel colors. Pink. You see uh, the Daily Planet. Uh, yeah, we were just talking about Spider-Man. <laughs> Sorry, the Daily Planet. J. But Jonah Jameson. All of the, the buildings Spider-Man. that reach up towards <laughs> the sky are very majestic. They're bathed in sunlight. But if you look... You, uh, you see uh, an object streaking across the sky, and you're immediately like, oh, that's Superman. But no, it's a bird. And then lower in the page, there's another one streaking across the sky. First one's a plane, and the next one's a bird. But Superman's not actually flying around on Let the page. Let me see. Oh, very fun. Also, the way the saying goes is bird first, so I don't know why it mattered that you kept messing it up. Oh, I didn't think about that. That's yeah. awesome. But I think then, he was going forward. It's a bird. It's a plane. Yeah, I yeah. know, but he kept saying it's a plane. or he. I, I kept screwing up. it up. But then uh, on the Gotham one, it's all like red and bleeding. And the the buildings are all spiky and like stabbing into the sky. It looks very, very gothic and very violent. And then hers is very um, fluid. Yes. It's very um, Surrounded by water and, mm-hmm. and, and you know, perfection and green and everything so i ordered my copy uh to read and when it came i was very apprehensive of reading it because of the cover art yeah Um, your cover art sucks it it, it really sucks and i was like is this what the art is going to be like throughout the whole thing and thankfully it wasn't the art inside was 100 percent better but look at wonder woman's face oh why I don't know. It's yeah. like I don't know if he was drawing for like an updated edition of the trade she's or something. She's a man, Maury. It's, it's not good. It's not. I mean, Superman isn't great either, and Batman. Batman's hard to screw up his face when he has the whole <laughs> cowl on, but he's he, the I back was, art is art from the book. Yeah, the inside yeah. art is really good. So, well, I, yeah, the yeah. inside art is, is is amazing, and this is another one written and drawn by the same guy. Which I, is, I mean, the length and the depth of this book is oh, just, is it so impressive. Attention. Matt Wagner, yeah. yeah. Anyway, so this book really <laughs> dives into their into characters, Hugo. and we've played a lot with Batman and Superman's differences, and then you throw a third person in, and it changes everything. Yeah, the it dynamic makes is... them like a boys' club. And she's like this woman that sees things differently and like comments on them. And what did you guys think of the thought, not thought bubbles, but the little squares? Because I feel like they didn't differentiate them enough. There were times where people were doing internal monologues where I was like, I think you're trying to define who it is by the first letter color, but it wasn't consistent. I didn't have as much trouble with this one as I did. There was that other. There was one book we read where I had a lot of trouble. There were some where there's been um, typos. This mm-hmm. one I think was consistent. It just made you kind of stop because it wasn't 
there wasn't a color or anything to tell you. You just had to be following along to know who yeah, was talking. Yeah, like some italics or some color change would have been helpful, just I think. Something. Yeah. Especially because they did it, like, you had those bubbles with Roz as well mm-hmm. and with Bizarro. And the Bizarro talk really reminded <laughs> it reminds me of Cookie Monster, and I didn't pull any sound effects, but it was just like oh the way God. he talks was like <laughs> Cookie Monster-esque, which I thought was... Well, great. Yeah, so that takes us into the threat that these three titans have to take on. Yeah, uh, which characters are you going to pull from their stories to uh, be a threat to all of them? Yeah, yeah, and uh, they we see Ra's al Ghul return with his master plan. I thought, it was, I thought him. it was Lex at first. When they're in the suits and he's going to get Bizarro, I thought it was Lex Luthor. Yeah, uh, but then he Bizarro. had hair. <laughs> and then there's an unnamed... Uh, uh, Amazon that shows up to to work with Roz as so well. So eventually is named Artemis? Artemis. Ah! I thought it was Punk Diana. I thought she was in disguise at <laughs> I first. thought she was in disguise at first too because she's wearing the stars and the bangles and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, I need to do a little research on Artemis because I'm pretty sure she becomes a hero. It's a good thing that I did some research for you. Good. But I also feel like she like... She <laughs> yes, like, she goes back and forth. But she like helps Wonder Girl that we talked about last episode yes. and she does all this different stuff. Yes. Okay, cool. So she was one of the the Amazons and then when they before they gained their immortality uh, and went to Paradise Island, she was in a splinter group that left. Which we read about in the Wonder Yeah, they explained that. But then she comes back and she tries to um, you know, this this kind of retells her her origin, but that's done in other books, in the Wonder Woman books. And she um, makes up for her wrongs in the past and is a hero, works with Wonder Woman, helps Wonder Girl, um, but then kind of falls back on hard times, is corrupted by other gods and demons and stuff like that. Gotcha. But we had, you know, so we had Roz, we had Artemis, we had um, Bizarro, but really, guys, the big standout was we got more Ubu. (laughs) We did get more Ubu. We got a lot of Ubu. So a lot of different Ubus. So why do you think those three, what do you think... Matt was thinking Mr. Wagner. Um, Bringing in these three heroes. You had to have one from each person. Yeah. So why pick a mastermind from Batman instead of Lex Luthor being the Superman character? Like, why do you think they chose who they chose? I think it takes the surface level characterizations of the three of them. And that's the villainy of each uh, the three heroes. And that's the villainy that we see. So we have. I agree. We have Batman's super intellect and planning, which Ra's al Ghul is one step yeah. ahead of everybody in the entire game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would uh, agree, too. We have Superman's strength, and Bizarro is an unstoppable juggernaut when he needs to be. And then we have the Amazon's perfection. It's like they're polar perfection. opposites. Yeah. 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 The foils. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, and it's yeah, it's not their arch enemy, you know, their big arch enemies, per se, but, like, really, it's their, it's the their mirror characters. image. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, obviously, Bizarro is an easy mirror image for Superman, but the other two are a little bit more difficult, I think. But I like that for Wonder Woman that it's someone from the different tribe or whatever, the spinoff group. Mm-hmm. It makes a lot of sense. And um, I like that Roz. I, I, I'm really glad we read this when we did because Wonder Woman is so fresh in our minds and Roz yeah. is so fresh yeah, in our same. minds. Mm. If I'd have actually ever read that book. <laughs> <laughs> Just go bum, watch bum, the animated bum, series. Bum. You watch that one yet? I have. It's fine. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> what else did you, what were some big things you guys were feeling about this? Uh, I like that Batman still calls up Kent at the da- <laughs> at the Daily Planet. He just calls him at his desk and he's like, you know, I need your help. You know, no, you know, get your cape on. Come on. But here's my number, so call me maybe. <laughs> I love 
<laughs> Carly Ray. I also thought it was weird that Batman gave Clark a disc that was encrypted and said, here, I don't have time to decode this. Like, yeah, what work was on that? that about? Like, that's, yeah, that, that seemed a little out of character, but I didn't, I mean, I didn't. Batman it, gave it to Clark? Yeah, it's yeah. like, do my grunt work for me. I mean, Clark's a reporter, so I guess he can do some stuff. Um, can we talk for just half hmm. a second about how well, my husband thinks Superman's real name is Kent Clark? Um... <laughs> <laughs> Huh. So uh, that's a thing. That's a thing. Clark Kent from the Daily Planet. <laughs> Anyways, just getting ready for the sisterhood uh. of Superman that's gonna happen someday. Oh boy! <laughs> and then defended it. He's like, "Well, it's the right names." I was like, "In the wrong order." <laughs> Anyways, much like Bizarro, he doesn't know how to talk. It's fine. So. <laughs> One of the big moments in the first book is the meeting of all three of them. And they each... So the pairings, uh, it's Wonder Woman goes to Superman first, and then the two of them go because to Batman. Because she thinks he's the bad guy, because she gets confused because of Bizarro. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So what are your thoughts on those those meetups for the first time? Aaron, what did you think when... Uh, how, did, how Diana approached Supes? Well, Superman was really taken aback by her. I mean, it was infatuation i think he's never seen anybody that can fly that's just like him in some senses he says at one point he reveals to her that he can't see through lead he's like why did i say that like he's revealing <laughs> things that he hasn't told other people yeah these boys are tripping yeah, up around he's... a pretty girl <laughs> they're tripping well up. and i think that has to do with some of the amazon influence and power like pheromones no i'm kidding <laughs> well yeah that they they had and also some of the greek myths of like the sirens and you know that kind of stuff so you know maybe there's some of that going on there well and her weapon is the the lasso of truth but i think she embodies that Unbreakable. but okay. it's not yeah hold the hell up <laughs> it breaks yeah it does what? break didn't we just go over that it can't <laughs> break <laughs> How often does it break? Is that a thing? I don't know. It's the first time I've seen it. I was like, Bizarro shouldn't be that strong. Nobody else could. Like, freaking God Artemis. But I mean, Bizarro is Superman level, like, physical strength. Yeah, but I feel like she takes on Doomsday eventually. Like, Yeah, but not with her stupid little rope. Okay, first of all, shut your mouth. (laughs) (laughs) Ben, what did you think about when... um, when Clark and Diana go to meet Bruce. Well, to touch on when those two met, I, I like that she respected him. She accused him and then immediately felt bad about it. And she's like, no, this guy's good. Oh, and then when she, she met meets, Superman. Then she meets, yes, when she met Superman. Then she meets Bruce and she is not like him. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> oh, no, no. <laughs> She questions Clark about why he has such a loyalty. Oh, Bruce to him. is interrogating people and beating the snot out of them. Right. And she's like, that's not necessary. He's like, yes, it is. <laughs> Don't tell me how to do my business. Speaking of his business, I did not very much care for when he grabs her and kisses her on the island. Oh, that yeah. That was a bit a- much. I don't feel, sorry, Matt Wagner. I don't feel like Matt Wagner gets Batman as well as he gets the other two. I think all three were done well, but I did not like some of the things I have with Batman, namely him like manhandling Diana. And also some of the, some of the inner dialogue he has towards her. Like when he yells at Robin, sends him upstairs when Robin's got like one tiny yes panel. That was cute. (laughs) Two tiny panels. He's sneaking around the Batcave listening to the Batman and (laughs) Superman talking. It's pretty adorable. Yeah, that was good. I like that. That was funny. After they've all met, uh, 
and Batman has used some excessive force that Diana does not approve of. There's a uh, a two-page spread on the upper half of the book. Oh yeah, yeah. That's where Superman is standing in between uh, Wonder Woman and Batman, like holding them at arm's length. Ever because, the Boy Scout. Yeah, because they're trying to go at each other's throats, and I I don't know. That just sums up um, his position in there. He's always the peacekeeper. He's mm-hmm. always trying to to uh, be the good one. Well, one of my one of my favorite panels is when you first meet Batman in here. Uh, he's going up against the punk Amazon Artemis or whatever. He has seen far too many dirty deals like this, heard the horrible clatter of far too many bullets and guns, and so he fights for justice so that no other need hear the echoes that haunt his dreams. He actually enjoys the painful silence that'll follow. He doesn't ask for their surrender. They never do anyway. So Why'd you like that? I, I just thought it was <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I was zoned out. <laughs> Not from your reading. Forget. I'm just getting a little tipsy because I have seven beverages in front of me. <laughs> no, I, I just thought that was a great way to introduce him. The contrast between the three of them. And like you mentioned, I, I didn't catch the, the way the book was divided up with the spine and yeah. uh, with the the corners of the book or the end pages or whatever. So I just thought he really handled borders. all of their dynamics really good. Um, at the beginning of the book, something, sorry, I'm jumping all over the place at the beginning. I really liked the subtlety of the character development where, uh, whether in Metropolis, it starts with Superman and it, Tim explaining how he intentionally misses the subway to keep up appearances. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like there's just a lot of things in there that are like, Oh, of course that makes sense. But maybe I haven't read it before. Like things that you just kind of know about the characters, but that are delivered in a way that you maybe didn't read. Well, and then uh, Wagner carries that over with his dealings with Batman and Batman's always, he's got the secret sub that pops up out of the water. Mm -hmm. He's got the equipment that comes out of nowhere. He disappears and Superman always has a line after that happens. He's like, oh, like, I didn't see that following us. Oh, like, I didn't <laughs> expect that to happen. Like, he lets... There, there's a part where Batman's always the cool one, and Batman's always the one that has one up on everybody. But this is showing, like, you can't have one up on the Man of Steel who can hear across and see across the entire world all at the same time. Like, But... He could still kick Superman's butt if he wanted to. So maybe he does have a slight one up. Yes, it's Superman letting Batman be the cool kid. It's Superman letting him play his role. They all play their roles. Yeah. And I enjoyed Wonder Woman in this. And I think part of it was because of that origin. Like, I don't know. I'm really into her right now. By that, I mean I read these two books because I had to. (laughs) Fair enough. Fair enough. But next time I read her, I'm not going to be mad about it. No, I I think... We've got a better feel. I feel like we wouldn't have had as good a. She wouldn't have been as strong in this if we didn't know some of that other stuff that mm-hmm. that we read. Because it did have some of the like Roz has has some nuclear weapons again, which was very tied closely to what was going on in the Wonder Woman book with trying to get nuclear war. And they all stop the bombs at different points. And Superman does most of that because of his strength and his right. ability to handle it and fly into space and get rid of them or whatever. They're all given their separate little tasks. Right, right. But I think they all are able to do that. But I think the Wonder Woman piece was better having had read, like you said. You mentioned uh, what Roz's master plan was. And he's trying to throw the world back into um, a more prehistoric time, I guess. What I mean, he's trying to reset the world and then eventually repopulate it, right? Like by getting rid of uh, economy and getting rid of 
uh, yeah, cities. Yeah, he's a bad guy. Oh, yeah, he's real bad. He's real gross and bad and wants to do things to Diana. Uh, yeah, he did but not. Yeah. I enjoyed that. Did not his, want to treat her very nicely. No. Like his his plan before all that. Gentlemen that was the nightly plan, but his Ew. plan to actually do it. The daily plan. Was um, there was a convergence and when they, they kept mentioning the convergence, I'm like, okay, this is going to be like the planets all align and at, at 12 p.m. or so, you know, you can summon the yeah, demons. Da, 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 da. Like Hercules and Hades. But Hercules. Yeah. it ended up being that the, man, the satellites <laughs> over Earth were all going to pass close enough that he could detonate a nuclear missile and destroy the majority yeah. of them at once. Maybe they shouldn't have the satellites do that. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't. I, I thought it, it, it put a good spin on that cliche of everything being aligned for this one moment in time where you can take it over. Like that actually sort of could happen. That you could destroy all that and uh, throw the world back into the dark ages. Roz is not a uh, a, a physical villain. And he never has to be in this book until the very end with his... When he sorts fight... What, Diana? Yeah, but he had a shirt on, so it didn't And count. she has hers on, so <laughs> there you go. Although she doesn't have much of a shirt, and Batman does um, make a point of asking it, isn't she a little bit uh, too underdressed for this kind of work? <laughs> yeah, they're all just kind of poking fun at each other, but it's cute, but it's also funny to me because it's them poking fun at like the history like they're not like just like chumming around with each other, but they're also like making comments about these characters that have been around forever. Yeah. That audiences have thought of. We got the invisible jet in this one. We did, and it and they went inside se- of it. <laughs> and it kind of seemed like it, it had a purpose in this. Like it seemed to not just be a stupid old silver age thing. Right, 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 right. Because when you see it, someone see it. When you see, because it's invisible. When it's in things, you usually just picture her in this little cockpit. But this was like a full like. Yeah. yeah. I was like, oh, it's more of her base. Yeah. That makes sense yeah. to me. Well, she Superman goes arm. on there and she's like, excuse the mess. And I'm like, the thing is immaculate. There's like not a speck <laughs> anywhere. It's like shiny. And Batman finally sees a hold of it and he's like, I want one. Yeah, yeah, he does. He goes, I want one. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it Don't has you? her armory and her I technology, do. and it actually serves a purpose for her to be more stealthy and then to remove herself from man's world when she needs to from time to time. I thought that was cool. It's a woman's world. So. And all the other boys I'm so um, excited. <laughs> so the three of them, I want to diverge a little bit from the specifics of the book. The three uh. of them have been known to comic uh, collectors and comic nerds as the Holy Trinity. So this one time when I was a kid, I had McDonald's toys uh, from McDonald's. It was Looney Tunes characters, and it was Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, and The Flash, it was four of them. I remember those. This was back in the day when McDonald's only did a couple toys. And they were those characters. But what it really was, was those the Looney Tunes characters that you could snap little plastic costumes on to make them those characters. Jake, if you remember those, or Aaron, if you just want to guess, who, which Looney Tunes were the different superheroes? Okay. I think I know. So Aaron... Daffy Duck was Batman. Yeah. Oh, you remember. Yes. Um... The female rabbit, rabbit, rabbit was nope. wonder. No, nope. Bugs. Tasmanian Devil was Flash. Yep. Okay. Bugs was Superman. Yep. Was su- yeah. And for the money, who was Wonder Woman? Uh, Petunia Pig. Yes. 
which is absurd. And then you take off wow, her Wow, why do outfit. I remember that? I, I still do. have them. You They're do? They're still in mom oh, and dad's man. house. Um, if you take the little outfit off, so she's got her midriff Wonder Woman outfit. You take the outfit off Petunia Pig, and she's in a one-piece bathing suit. And I'm like, <laughs> how does it go away when you put the gold bikini and the <laughs> star pants on? Anyways, little... That's little, pretty awesome. Go ahead, Jake. What were you talking about? Well, no, I, I was... It's completely not related to Happy Meal, but that was <laughs> cute. So this is uh is referred to as the Holy Trinity, which has a uh, uh, yes it's religious a undertone. They normally put cheeseburger, uh, French fries, and soda, <laughs> <laughs> or a four-piece chicken nugget. They call it the Royale with cheese. <laughs> Where did that come from? Yes, Jake, religious. We're so listening. you can assign so the. In Catholicism, the Holy Trinity is the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost, right? Yeah. And so you could assign one of those personas to each of these three characters, and there's been essays written about how you do that, and then you know, what, oh, really? what each one embodies and that kind of each thing. Each of the three of them. Yes. Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost. It's the Father, Superman, the so Son, no, Batman. So the Father would be Batman. He's the the one that protects and overlooks all of them. That okay. that is the one uh, willing to give up the lamb. Um, the son is Superman. He's the most human. He's the one that is Superman is the most human. Yeah, compared to the other human like personality, <laughs> compared to the no. actual <laughs> human with no yeah. powers, he's more human than Batman. From a personality perspective, yes, yeah, Superman. Uh... And he's risen. He's the Moses character. Yeah. Oh, he comes back from the dead. He comes back from the dead. Okay. And then Wonder Woman is the That's spirit. Boring. She embodies everything that we wish we could uh, strive to be and is, you know, she's undying. Huh. But where does the Tasmanian devil fit, Jake? <laughs> <laughs> He's Judas. <laughs> 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 no, that's no, cool. that, that's interesting. No, I, that makes I sense. hadn't I, heard that before. I've heard Holy Trinity, but I hadn't heard it broken down in that is way. Is that from like philosophy of superheroes or something? Uh, I, uh, there's been a couple different essays, and you can find it all over the internet. People trying to argue which one fits where. That's the, that explanation is the one that I see most Speaking often. Speaking of what? finding things on the internet, you can find us at oh, we didn't do that social media at uh, Twitter at brother hd batman or send us an email at brotherhood of batman at gmail on Facebook at the Brotherhood of Batman Facebook. Or on Instagram at the Brotherhood of Batman. Yeah. So reach out to us and let us know if you have any religious background that you'd like to add into. Don't do that. The, <laughs> the conversation that or my brother cool skipped Happy over. Or any cool toys that have to do with Batman. Part of Raz's big plan also is to explode a bomb underneath Gotham, yeah, which will cause a giant earthquake. And what do we find underneath there? We find... A pit of despair. No. A Lazarus. We must take him to the Lazarus pit. <laughs> uh, what y'all think about Wonder Woman going in the Lazarus pit? I thought the pit was displayed a lot better in this book. I yeah. thought it was it was cool. I thought it was like an actual like pit, not some pool that they lower him into. Yeah, very mystical. Mythological. It was very spiritual, but in a sense of like you could see that this is what they're talking about in terms of something where he goes in and regenerates. Wonder Woman is affected by the smells and the power of the pit as she gets there, so she has a hard time battling and doing what she needs to when she gets down there because of the way it affects her. And eventually she gets injured and has to 
throws herself in the pit, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah, in order to save herself, she thinks that might be her only course of action. The panel of her emerging is pretty badass. She's yeah, that like was a pretty glowing. good panel. She's kind of like... she's cranky pants, right? And then she <laughs> flees and goes home to paradise. Well, it doesn't put she's... her in a murderous rage like it does for Roz, but it does throw her off her normal, cool self. She does have to go back to paradise, which takes us back to Paradise Island, so it was a nice segue into that. But I like I liked the inner inclusion. I think it's hard to tell a Roz story without a Lazarus pit, or at least a mention thereof. Um, it does deal mostly without Talia, though. Mostly. She yeah. does show up near the end. I was very excited about that, because yeah. it proved my point of they're always together yeah. <laughs> at some point. So we do get a glimpse of uh, Aquaman for a brief moment in here, yeah. I which I thought that, that. I, I thought that was cool too. That you just see him like something's affecting the Batman submarine, right? Well, and now the Batman vs Superman movie doesn't he make a tiny cameo in that? Kind of in like the same that. Way? very very similar. Yeah. And that was her introduction to the movie. So I was like, oh, this is basing it off, like that movie is basing it off this book a little bit. A they little bit probably. Yeah, <laughs> they use some of those those. Uh, those notes they didn't play the same kind of song though right, <laughs> right. Oh, yeah for sure but wasn't batman so batman was in his what bat jet or whatever and he's not jet his bat submarine or batman sees aquaman he's like oh there's too many or something like didn't yeah he there's more and more of them showing up or something like that right yeah he's not having it no uh so not only does batman have a bat submarine did he buy that from like a surplus supply <laughs> by P and Gwyden. Uh, one of my favorite moments is when Batman and Superman have to travel to Themyscira. <laughs> Superman carries Batman <laughs> with a like, just like holding him like by the straps of his backpack, like he would like a cranky child if you just like picked him up. <laughs> and then Batman disengages and had a glider, and he's like, "Oh, of course I knew that he had a glider." But <laughs> like, I saw it with my X-ray vision. Like Superman, stop! Like let right. him have his moment. I mean, Batman, Superman can't fly at supersonic speed to get him there, so he's got to take a little while so it doesn't like break in his skull from the, right. the G-force. So you know, yeah. Batman's just like. <laughs> like flying over the ocean for yeah. a while. <laughs> that, that visual just cracks me Do up. Do you think they were talking? <laughs> they were just chilling? Shut up, Clark. <laughs> Quite possibly. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to darken it up again because this book was done in uh, 2003, two years after the 9 11 attack. You guys get the. There was a, no, a yeah, direct reference of terrorism. Yeah, I did Roz's write that down. And yeah. yeah, I thought about that. I, I had to go back and like, look, when was this made? And yeah, rewritten. And it was post 9-11. So they were referencing that pretty heavily in there. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, with the, the, with the planes flying through the city. So. Mm-hmm. Did we read something that had the Twin Towers in it? Or am I tripping? I feel like we mm. might have. I don't remember. I mean, it's definitely in a lot of early Marvel books. Because, oh, yeah. Because yeah. it took place. Or that it always takes place in actual New York. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, this book was just full of great one-liner or, you know, great lines, great characterizations of these three classic characters. I mean, you really, I, you said that you don't think Matt Wagner has the best Batman. I think, I think he writes all three of them very equally in this book. They're all very balanced. And so like whether you're a Superman, Wonder Woman, or Batman fan, I mm-hmm. think you could enjoy this book. No yeah, I thought it was really well. I made notes about it. that, that it was well balanced, how each of them had equal say, equal share. Uh, they all had some strengths in the air. They all got some weaknesses going on as well. 
Uh, but yeah, I thought the balancing was really good. Do you prefer uh, the takes on stories like this with um, established icons like these three, or do you prefer it with new characters? Or do you feel it's harder to, is it harder, I guess is the question I'm asking, harder to take a story with icons like this and make it fresh, make it something that people want to read that they haven't seen before? Or is it easier to do with new characters and create a story that way? It's a good question. I really like the idea of taking familiar things and creating new content. Like, I don't know if it's harder or easier. Um, I feel like it's easy in the sense that you already have the groundwork done. Like, everyone knows things, but then the challenge comes in, like you said, making it fresh. I, I think there's a huge challenge to do it well if you're going to take three characters like these and put them together and tell a story that is that is fresh that is new because it would be easy just to have these guys go up against um, you know you could have not used Ra's al Ghul and you could have used the Joker and you could have used Lex Luthor and you could have used Cheetah I mean you could use the big three against their big three and that would have been low hanging fruit but to mix it up and to think about how do I make an interesting story that would actually challenge these characters. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's not about their conflict really. It's, it's about what having to work together brings out of each of them. Teamwork makes the dream work. (laughs) (laughs) So I did like how uh, the book ended Um, the last few pages of the epilogue. It's got Talia making her appearance with Ubu uh, finding Raz's body in the ocean. Dead body yeah, wrapped dead up. Yeah, dead body wrapped up. That poor guy does yeah, all he, the time. Yeah, he's a mess. And she takes it away, and he what? says, I live only to serve your father, mistress. I thought that was good. And then you have uh, the Amazon, Artemis. She's kind of sailing. She's saying, but now it's time to return home and give the role of Amazon citizen another try. And who knows what the future may hold. So ending our season two... Your recommendations reading this book, gentlemen, moving forward, what's the future holding? What do you recommend? I liked it. I thought it was good. I definitely would say read it. It's got everything you'd want out of a Batman, a Superman, or a Wonder Woman story. I think they complement each other really well, um, especially in here, because you do the personalities aren't compromised by each other. There's not one that's bending to be something that they're not. Yeah, and I think sure. you do have some big villains in there, but I would say read something that maybe has Roz in it before you read this so you get some better understanding of who he is. <laughs> or watch the cartoon. <laughs> yeah, or there you go. Or watch the cartoon. Fair enough. Yeah, I would agree. I, I really enjoyed it. Um, it's one of the ones I willingly, excitedly read before the night of. <laughs> I, I agree that you don't have to love all three of them. If you love any one of them, it's going to be a solid read. If you respect all three, you're really going to appreciate what Matt Wagner did with it. Yeah. Good deal. Yeah, and I would I would say if you are a um, if you're already a comic fan and you haven't read it, go read it. If you're a new comic fan and you want to get into the genre, you read one or two books before this just to get a basis on a couple of the characters, and then get this book because it you won't be disappointed. So cool. All right, so we're wrapping up season two, guys. That's it. That's that's all we're going to... What did we learn this episode? Bye. Wait a second. Before this episode, I had you guys do something a little bit special. Did we go in the closet to answer trivia questions? Yes. Oh, great. I'm going to lose again. (laughs) (laughs) Probably. 
All right, so... Uh, I don't think so, Aaron. <laughs> I'll be right back. I don't know. What are we doing, Jake? You stopped our recording. All right, we guys. Is it recording up. now? We're obviously three brothers, and we've been doing this now for almost a year, and I really appreciate you guys doing this. I love you both very much. No, you don't. But I want <sighs> our listeners to get to know the two of you a little bit better. So we're going to play a game, and we're going to find out how well... Ben and Aaron know each other. Oh, God. Right? Because <laughs> I always have felt... The answer is Jeepers Creepers. Jeepers Creepers. <laughs> I've always felt that have I've been the like yet? the... Uh, the ginger dead man. Well, <laughs> the middle brother. So what they, was the otter one? I'll stop talking now. The beaver one. The beaver uh, one where they yes. get all the genitalia of all the horny campers. <laughs> there were angry beavers. They ate their genitalia. <laughs> Huh. <laughs> Aaron and I like really bad horror movies. Uh, well, Python, Python. I can't. Grizzly Shark should be a horror movie, Ben. Oh, uh, <gasps> let's make it. Oh my God, we should do a podcast where we. No, right? Okay, go all on. right. Yeah. What subject? All right. So we are gonna play the newlywed game. He was like, I feel like I'm always the one. What are you gonna say? What are you trying to say? Trying to make this about you. <laughs> The newlywed game. I'm not marrying my brother. That's gross. Oh, Bailey. I quit. (laughs) Bailey. Okay, what are we doing? All right. right. So before we recorded this episode, I asked each of my brothers five unique questions. Uh, And we're going to see if they can match each other's answers. All right. It's going to be fun. What happens if we win? Uh, Well, whoever wins, whoever matches the other one the most... There is a prize. Oh, oh. shit. Okay, I'm into right. it. Let's All do right. it. Think uh, like Aaron. So I'm short. I'm bald. <laughs> I like bears and sharks. <laughs> and shark and bears. Whiskey. <laughs> ben, uh, you take the dry erase board first. Oh, if Aaron made fun of me, it'd be offensive. So <laughs> Aaron, obviously. I'm scared. I like sunshine. <laughs> obviously, don't reveal your answers until I ask you. So to. you All ask right. the question. I write down what Aaron wrote down. So you're trying to match Aaron's okay, answer. Okay, I'm ready. I'm so right. going to win. Yeah, you probably will. <laughs> Except I'm really fucking obvious with all my answers. All right. Or all right. I? Question number one. Ben. Yes. What is Aaron's catchphrase? On this podcast? Correct. Uh, it's not what he's going to say, but it's the honest answer. So do I want to win or do I want to be funny and then argue why I'm correct? Yeah, thank you. That was a good... <laughs> You're accidentally hitting appropriate buttons, right? Something... All right. All right. I'm not right. getting this Who point. Who should show first? Aaron should show first? Uh, yeah. Aaron. No, I show first. Oh, he shows. Ben, what do you think Aaron's catchphrase is? In my honest opinion, gentle listeners, I love that I'm dramatically going to turn uh, around when the listeners can't see it. I think Aaron's catchphrase is, all right. Dot, dot, dot. Whenever he feels uncomfortable, he just and, says, all right. And I Aaron... <laughs> I did that in a I did that in an interview that somebody was giving and they just went on and on when the interview was supposed to be over and like I just they got done talking and I was like, All right. <laughs> you do it! You do it, I swear. But that's not what I said. What did you say? I said I produced this mess. Oh, oh okay. That's, that's legit. That's actually his catchphrase at the beginning of the episode. Alright. Uh so no point there. Oh no. It's okay. I still uh, stand by my answer. <laughs> You right. say it a lot. Question well, two. You know how many things I cut out? So. That's <laughs> true. So. So. <laughs> oh, I know I'm bad. It's fine. Okay, go ahead. What was Aaron's favorite book from season two? What the hell did we read in season two? <laughs> Do I just write down the one we just read because I remember its name? <laughs> Can I have a list of the season two books? No. 
It wasn't Wonder Woman. <laughs> what? what Aaron that? hates women. <laughs> That's what we settled the episode. I'm not going to win this. Ben, on, please, ben. for our listeners, reveal what you wrote was Aaron's favorite it's book. It's not true, but I can't remember. I wrote Trinity. <laughs> I said Aaron. Dark Victory. Dark Victory. Dark Victory. Ooh, was that, that was the sequel to The Long Halloween? Yeah. Yes. Was Those that season two? Really good books. Yeah. Season two was so long. It was. Uh, they've both been the same length, 26 uh, episodes. I'm going to feel bad if he gets them all right. I'm not going to get a single question. <laughs> <laughs> These are different than my questions. <laughs> they are different. You guys, guys have different questions. Oh. Some of mine have Great. nothing to do with anything. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> ben, yes. of all of the sound clips that Aaron has played, which is which most annoys you? <laughs> I will rephrase that. Of all the sound clips that Aaron has played, which do you find the most annoying? Let me tell you why. <laughs> I put Catwoman. Catwoman, will you ever learn? Oh. Oh, no. Aaron, you wrote? Any of Ben's voices. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't get annoyed by my own voice. I love my voice. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> okay. I'm not going to win a prize. I just want presents. Question four. How many questions? Ben, Five. Oh, what man. does Aaron find most annoying about you? <laughs> I'm excited for this. <laughs> I want to see what you both wrote. Because <laughs> either way, I won't be disappointed. I wrote when I interrupt. <laughs> and I said, lack of focus. Pay attention! <laughs> I think that counts as a point. It's fine. <laughs> no, he interrupts because he wants to say something. Oh, well. <laughs> Okay, last uh, question at Aaron's Aaron. round. I asked Aaron. Python. <laughs> Aaron. <Jeepers creepers. laughs> oh, Python. I forgot about that one. Aaron, what was your first thought when Jake pitched the idea of doing this podcast a year ago? Probably something about how he's going to have to do all the work. You had to write something. I didn't write it. <laughs> I think he's. I wrote shit. <laughs> These two clowns will never pull their shit together. They both have shit. You get a point. <laughs> also, the gist of what I said was the gist of what Aaron wrote. That's one point. That's a solid point. <laughs> as long as the first thought was All right, let's see if Aaron gets all the points. Uh, no, I I'm very excited for this. Uh, <laughs> all right, five new and exciting questions. Oh, this is horrible. <laughs> this is going to be really bad. I believe in you. You can do it, bro. All right, Aaron. I asked Ben five different things, and <laughs> yeah. I want you to try to match them as best you can. Great. Aaron. What is the first thing Ben would buy if he had Bruce Wayne's money? What would Ben buy if he had Bruce Wayne's money? Got to write something. He's writing a lot. Yeah, that's a long sentence. <laughs> I don't think he's going to get it right. <laughs> I know your answer. <laughs> All right, Aaron, you think this is what Ben would buy with Bruce Wayne's money? He would buy Batman and Robin Adventures 18 and 21. Ooh. Ooh, are those the last ones I need? Yes, they are. <laughs> but Ben would actually buy... I wrote, a baby! <laughs> <laughs> oh, Billy! <laughs> Not like that! <laughs> a baby? A baby! They're expensive! They Babies are expensive. Are expensive. Oh. And then that baby could grow up to be my Robin, obviously. Oh, we're all the adventures. Aaron, 
<laughs> Which book from season two did Ben like the least? <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> right? Don't you want a list of the books? You guys got to see it when I, you wrote oh, each other. Oh, hell, I remember all these stupid books we read. Um, 18 books, guys. Let's see. Ben. That's not proving it any less annoying. Hmm. <laughs> Did not Gothic. Like. That was season one. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to think. What did we read? Gothic 2, The Return uh, of the Head. All right, Aaron. Tales of the Demon, because he didn't read it. Ooh, good I just answer. wrote Batman. <laughs> <laughs> That's a point. <laughs> Is that a point? <laughs> Is that a fucking yeah. point? <laughs> If you don't get any other ones, you can count that as a point, so we tie. I couldn't remember any of the books. Oh, Jesus. Oh, good oh, stuff. Awesome. All right. Okay. Question three. Who does Ben think would be your BFF in the Batman universe? <laughs> my, my BFF. Oh, God. All right. Oh, he wrote quickly. Yeah, that was a short answer. Aaron, who's your BFF in the... Hugo. Oh, that was a good guess, and Hugo I thought of it strange. after I wrote my answer. Of I don't know if you know who this. Is. <laughs> I don't think he even knows who it is. <laughs> I wrote Harold. I don't know who that is. Harold is the hunchback, <laughs> dim-witted man that works on the Batmobile in the Batcave. He lives in the dark recesses of the Batcave. Uh, I would like him though. Yeah, you will when you get up there. All right. <laughs> when did we get introduced to Harold? Okay, we're doing uh, great. <laughs> you guys are real good at this game. <laughs> Oh, Aaron's going to get this one right. Maybe. <laughs> I asked Ben what his favorite thing about Jake is. What did he say? If you don't get this one, you're going to feel dumb after I reveal it. His oh. favorite thing about Jake? Oh, I get it now. Jake did not look at my answer for this one. I don't he doesn't know. I think I know. <laughs> He's writing a novel. I know. All right. All right, Aaron. What you play? What does Ben think about? Wife and kids. Oh, oh, that was ben. clever. <laughs> <laughs> I put, when he brings me comic books. <laughs> <laughs> All right. No oh, point shit. there. One okay. more question. Oh, I thought we were done. Nope, that was only four. That was this only is hard. Four. This is harder than I thought it was going to be. All right. Okay. Oh, this is a good one. Uh, can season three end with me writing <laughs> questions for YouTube bozos? <laughs> Aaron, what? what adjective did Ben <laughs> use to describe this podcast? Just write down, what's an adjective? <laughs> <laughs> I can read you the definition I read to him after he asked. All right. <laughs> Let's see what it is. What adjective would Ben use to describe You're this podcast? You're writing too much. Stupid. So, so <laughs> stupid. <laughs> Stupid! <laughs> um, no, I made it about me. <laughs> <laughs> I just wrote fetch. Oh, oh no. Okay. <laughs> we kind of tied if you count Aaron's <laughs> Batman answer. <laughs> All right, so that's one point each, so I guess you both get a prize. Oh. Okay. All right. That was hard. That was great. <laughs> All right. His wife and kids, pretty much. <laughs> What is it? <gasps> what is it? Is it hero clay? Is it present? I like presents. <laughs> I had to decide whether I was going to write when he brings me presents <laughs> or specifically comments. All right. Books. I have one final question. 
I have a present in my left hand and a present in my right hand. Uh-oh. Ben, is your present in my left hand or my right hand? <laughs> both. All the presents are for me. <laughs> I get all the presents. Wrong. Aaron gets them both. Uh, no, uh, here you go. Thanks. Those thanks. are your presents. Ooh. Ooh. Joker Catwoman. Nice. This is awesome. It's oh, a that's Catwoman fun. statue. What'd you get? Batman miniature game, Joker dice set. Ooh. So they're for a game, but they're just like D6s with Joker's ha-has. Yeah, them. they're cool. And then one of them is a Harley die. Nice. This is a very Thanks. cute little Catwoman statuette. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks. Well, good very job cool. not knowing each other at all. <laughs> oh, very good. Well, that makes sense. So as we, uh, what did we learn uh, today, guys? Uh, this season, I guess. Or today, probably. <laughs> today. Because this season would be a lot of work. It's that time but again. That game is hard. That's what we learned. <laughs> no, it's time to learn the day's lesson. And to find out what it is, we turn to the Wheel of Morality. Wheel of Morality. Batman. Turn, turn, turn. Batman. Tell us the lesson Batman. that we should learn. And the moral of the last year of our lives is... Roz is not a gentleman. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, where is he going with this? (laughs) All right. This was fun, y'all. I am Ben, the baby brother, and your sunshine into Gotham. Uh, I'm Aaron. I'm the oldest. I'll clean this up. I'm Jake. I'm the middle brother. I put the list together. And if you're going to stick with us, which we really hope you do. (laughs) Damn it. <laughs> we have a we have recorded a special episode while we get ready for season three because season three is coming very quickly, but there is an in between episode, um, a special book that Aaron picked out for us to read. Woo, so uh, tune outfit. in next week for that, and then the week after we're gonna s- kick off uh, season three with what? Uh, Batgirl Year One oh. is the first book that we're gonna Batgirl. dive into. All right. Yeah. So uh, in season three, we're gonna expand Bob the Bat family. Uh, for the better and the worse. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>